Good afternoon. You are listening to the Recovery Hour Talk Radio Show that is being brought to you by the Rockdale County Stepping Up Initiative. You can continue listening to us on the CAT 10 ENT Network by downloading the His Hop Radio app. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Recovery Hour. Once again, this is Bill and Tanisha, and we are privileged to come to you once again. And as always, we have a real treat for you today. And I mean truly, truly have a treat for you today. But before we get off to the cosmos, I'd be remiss if I first did a shout out to our sponsors, the Stepping Up Initiative, which is a national initiative that's been adopted here in Rockdale County. The purpose of which is to reduce the number of people in jail that have mental health substance use disorders and they are living in various forms of abandonment. There's people like us. Also, I'd like to shout out to the Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disability for um, their support with our Addiction Recovery Support Center. I'd like to shout out to Hurricane Maine and Category 10 Entertainment for giving us this platform that reaches all across the world. Today, I brought together a, a group of my partners. We come together as a special occasion. Tanisha, say hi to all the people out there in Radio Land. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello to all of our followers, all of our listeners, everyone across the airways. I am just grateful to be here another week to be able to bring to you all a message of hope and also, I'm very excited about our guest today. We come together with you on this special occasion. It's a special occasion because last Friday, I was in a car accident. I was hit from behind. My car was destroyed, but I'm okay. I'm better than okay. Actually, I'm blessed. And I believe that I'm blessed to be a blessing and so I brought together a group of my partners because this is what recovery looks like, feels like, and sounds like. And we're coming to you today because we're going to talk to you about gratitude and the attitude of gratitude. We're going to talk to you today about what recovery means for us. Because a lot of people, when you say the word recovery, they think about what's wrong with you. But we're here today to kind of talk about what's right with us kind of talk about the perspectives that, that recovery is changing the way we see things and giving us a different vision, a different paradigm of function, thought, vision, and interaction. So with that being said, um, I want to thank you to all my partners. And, and I'm going to ask you, uh, Trish, what does recovery mean to you today? New lease on life being able to, you know, correct my mistakes and, uh, you know, make a better future for myself. And what about you, Thomas? What does recovery mean to you today? Freedom to be who I am. Freedom from the addiction. Freedom from incarceration. Definitely. <laughs> and just freedom to live life to the fullest without having to look over my shoulder every time I turn around. Wow, that's good stuff. What about you, Deshaun? What does recovery mean for you today? Uh, it means for me to 
from I guess from addiction, um, and yeah, from incarceration. Yeah. Yes, right, right, right. What about you, Derek? What does recovery mean to you today? Recovery, man, to me is change, making a difference. You know, correcting your mistakes and you know, and trying to better yourself and do better. Wow, that's good stuff. What about you, Lindsay? What does recovery mean to you today? Yeah, I agree with Ladarius. He said, you know, just a chance to do better. And recovery is an opportunity for me to be, live my best life. And it's also about good relationship, good relationship with a higher power, good relationship with myself, and a good relationship with other people. Wow, that's that's really good stuff. You know, recovery for me, you know, means that today, man, I have some stability. I have hope not just for me, but for other people. Today, I'm a believer. Used to not be. Today, I'm not just believing this, this awesome God who's the author of my program, but I believe in my ability to do some things that are good things and, and do them in his name and, and follow under the right umbrella. I believe in other people. Yeah, I, I think of all the contributions that my recovery makes to me that come from others. And as a result of me being open and receptive, I receive it. I'm talking about things that are so simple that I think people miss it. The thing where somebody walks up to you and smiles and says, hey man, how are you doing? And for some, that's not a big deal. So I guess you've never had a pack of angry dope boys after you or <laughs> you've never had the people say, all right, now come on out the cell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you've never seen batons. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've never seen them shields. Well, they say, all right, we're coming in. You know, you, you've never been in a back out gown with, with your ass sticking out. You know, you've never been in a hostile environment, in a hostile universe where you were in survival mode where you were reactive, where you were ready to fight anything or everything that moved. You weren't there. Today, I'm not there. Today, I'm in this space, man, this positive space. Today, I'm surrounded by people who, who care about me. That's one of the big things that happened for me. I, I was, uh, when I had the accident and I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't really see my phone contacts too well. And, and I, I took the, the EMS people had taken a picture of my car because it was so messed up. And the lady showed me the picture and I asked her, could you send it to me? And she sent me the picture and I couldn't really, you know, I was, you know, pretty compromised at the time, but I sent the picture to somebody. And when I sent that picture to somebody, my phone started blowing up. People started calling and saying, where are you? Where, where are you? How are you? We're on the way. And, and the next thing I know, I'm surrounded by people. And, and I realized what God has done in my life because I used to be alone. Used to, if I was in a, a situation that was critical or crucial or near fatal, the conversation that people were having was what were you doing? Whose car did you have? 
Where's my keys? I know you were high. I know you you were running from the police. How much trouble are you in? You know what I'm saying? And, and today that's not the case. Today I have hope. Today I have plans. And, and I think about how we build the foundation for our lives based on the gifts of our recovery. I, I was thinking about that as I was talking with the people, my insurance people, and they were saying, well, you have a zero deductible, I noticed. Because when I was sitting down with them, strategizing about how to develop my policy, I thought about when something happens and you got a $3,000 deductible, somebody just stole all your stuff and now you're trying to get reimbursed and you got to pay $3,000 before they start reimbursing you. And I said, I want a zero deductible. And they said, well, you know, that's going to cost more. It may cost more, but it's going to benefit me more. And so uh, I thought about them. They set up for me to get a rental and all those things. And to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So, and I know that I'm not the only person living in this, this life of recovery. So, and this is a new year. I want to ask you guys, what is something that's realistic and obtainable for you that you can do this year that may make this the best year of your life? Deshaun, what is something that you could do that would make this the best year of your life? Find some constructive, more constructive to do and learn transforming. That's right, transforming. What about you, Trent? What is something that you can do this year that can make this the best year of your life? Find where I'm most happy at. Okay. Well, I um, I got a good job, but I'm not exactly happy with it. You know, I want to find my where I fit in best. You know. Whether it be, you know, I mean, I'm fixing to graduate from drug court. So, you know, I've always, the thought of being in a recovery field has always been in my mind, you know, and this might be the opportunity for me to uh, pursue that, you know, because I do have a good job. So, and I have time during the day to do some things because I work at night, but, you know, I, I, I have a, I have a passion for driving, you know, and so I want to get back into that field. And, you know, I know that when we had the event where yeah. uh, listening session, the listening, listening session, session yeah, yes. that's it, that, you know, part of the thing was transportation, Yes, you know, and I used to do that when I was uh, fresh out of um, rehab and, I, you know, I worked at a a transitional type center, you okay. know, so I drove all the girls around. I took them to where they needed to go to get, you know, maybe they need a social security card or they mm -hmm. need to go get food stamps or, or, you know, other things, you know, I was that person, you know, I sought out all the things they needed, you know, I, I helped them to find the things that were going to benefit them, you know, in the future, because maybe they lost all their stuff because, you know, mm -hmm. they got locked up, mm -hmm. you know, so I helped them to obtain things like that. And so, you know, that made me feel good to be able to help somebody out and stuff. So, you know, I just want to find my purpose, you know, where am I going to be most happy at in my life, you know, mm -hmm. because, I mean, I'm happy that I'm free from, you know, the part of drug addiction, you know, but I'm still on that path to recovery. So I'm still, you know, working on it, you know, doing the 12 steps and trying to get better each day. And I think what will really 
cement that is to get into a job that makes me feel good about myself, you know, and being able to help somebody else, but also being able to pay my bills, you know? So, you know, it's finding a purpose that is, you know, also, you know, financially okay. uh, beneficial to me. Yeah, that's that's really good stuff. You can be Jason Staten, uh, the transporter. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Tommy, what about you, man? What is something that uh, could happen this year in your life you'll make this the best year of your life? Well, Ever since I was a young person, before I really got too heavy for my addiction, um, I always wanted to be on the screen, on a big screen, you know, with the acting and singing and things of that nature. Because I used to always, I've been singing since I was five, and have an opportunity of acting. I started doing that when I was in high school. So it's always been a dream of mine, but of course, my addiction stopped everything, you know, because that became my God and things, you know. And just doing this right here on the radio was one of the things that I used to, I went to school <laughs> to be a radio announcer. Wow. That was so stupid. And my addiction went all the way through school with straight A's. Then I turned in my last assignment mm. and failed the whole course, mm. you know. But see, but when, when, you, when drugs are ruling you, Everything else doesn't make any sense. That's right. You know, because the only thing you want to do is get that next high on mm -hmm. or chase after that ghost trying to get that high that you got in the first place. Yeah. And so as I maneuver through, these are the things I like to do. I, I enjoy what I'm doing now, you know, assisting, you know, people with letting them see and know that they can beat this thing, that they can walk this thing, that they can make it true. Because in April, I'll be celebrating 32 years drug-free. Yay! And that's a huge accomplishment. Yes. Me, I, I can't say it for nobody, but that's yes. a huge accomplishment for me. Yes. Because I know what it was to be, you know, speedballing and things of that nature. Yes. And that's those who, I, who have been in that situation, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me to assist other people and see them come out of it and see them move ahead and progress and live a life that's more meaningful and and can see them go on ahead and strive to the to you know to the stars and beyond yeah. through the universe is one of the happiest things and happiest things I can see right now. But at the same time, I still want to act and sing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that's that really good stuff, Thomas. And I'm glad you said that because we've got something that we're getting ready to initiate. And uh, it's called Carpool Karaoke, right? <laughs> and, and this is going to be some stuff that we film. It, it's going to be what would happen if recovery was riding in the car mm -hmm. with addiction and depression mm. oh. and lack. Yes. Yes. And they were having a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really heavy. Lindsay's going to produce it. It's going to be really good stuff because you guys yes, are the is. actors in the family. So <laughs> I put it out there on the radio. So it's coming to a theater near you. So it is our extreme pleasure to have such strong community partners, such as Viewpoint Health, to join us in our journey to recovering individuals as well as systems and procedures. 
Viewpoint Health offers an array of services and resources for individuals with mental health challenges, substance use challenges, as well as intellectual and developmental disabilities. To connect with them, please visit their website at www.myviewpointhealth.org or you can call 678-209-2411. So, Ladarius, what about you, man? What is something that can, is going to happen in your life this year that'll make this the best year of your life? Getting free. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still locked up right now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like being around people. You know, it's, I got to break that shell. Yeah. You know, and trying to be a better me, man. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, we like being around you. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> I know that. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I just have been through so much. Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I just I always have my guard, so not, it, I just I, it's time to just put my guard down, you know, because yeah. I mean? I'm good now. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I know exactly know. what you were saying. Transitioning for me, especially after 15 years of being locked up, right? I, I it was really interesting to integrate because there are some things that are principles of this society that are opposite of principles of incarcerated society. Right, right. People out here are talking junk to you and. Yeah, you know, making all kind of phony moves, <laughs> and I'm used to. I was used to straightening that stuff. You know right, what I mean. Right. And if you do that, you're gonna be locked up forever. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and also the hyper vigilance, right? And, and when I say hyper vigilance, to this day when I sleep, I have to have TV on. I have to have the TV. You on. like that too? I have to have the TV on. Uh, right. And and I, I've got my own house. It's I'm talking about it's so peaceful out there, deer walking through the yard. I still, I got to have TV on or I can't sleep. If you turn the TV off, I can hear mice walking outside. I can hear just everything. It's too quiet. And I'm used to, in the penitentiary, there was always noise. Never quiet, right? And so now I just, I have to sleep with the TV on and, and also have to do some things internally that like like you say that make me at peace and free on the inside so that I can be free on the outside. That's that's for real. Lindsay, what is something that needs to happen in this year of your life that make it the best year? Of well, your life? it already is the best year of my life and it's gonna be the best year of my life. And I speak that into existence. But um uh, you know I really want to work on getting a car this year. I think that that would exponentially change things for me. It would be a game changer just because I would be able to be more involved in recovery in my life and and not having to rely on everybody else. And I think that would really help me and propel me forward. However, I also really want to work on being less selfish and and more selfless. Mm -hmm. That's a big goal of mine this year. Mm -hmm. And and so Trish, what is something that a year from now you want to look back on and say you're proud of? Just my accomplishments, you know? And getting another year clean. Yeah, another year clean. That's real stuff. You know, one one day at a time, one month at a time, one week at a time, one year at a time. I never would have thought. And I remember when I first walked in the door, I never would have thought that I could make it one more day. I couldn't see tomorrow sober. And now it's 15 years. And, and think of the blessings that recovery has brought into my life. Lindsay, what do you say was one of the blessings that recovery has brought into your life? One, man, that's not even fair. 
everything in my life is a blessing and it's all because of recovery right now. My, you know, I've, I've always relied on everybody else. You were talking about survival mode earlier. And, and that was my addiction was pure survival. And for once in my life, I'm free. I, I have a, my own little place that I live at. I got my dog. I've got a job or I've come here every day. And that, that really fulfills me. I have purpose. I have direction. I have good relationships. I have a relationship with a higher power. I didn't have any of that stuff. And, and it just keeps getting better and better with time. As long as I stay clean and sober, mm -hmm. you know? So Ladarius, what do you say is one of the, one of the gifts or blessings that recovery is Given you, it done brought me strength because I can be around, I can be around drugs and alcohol and stuff. I can be around this people that do that stuff, and I still don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can say that it done brought me strength. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say strength. And Thomas, what would you say is one of the gifts that recovery has brought you? And it's so many things, but what would you say is just one of the gifts that recovery has brought for you? One of the gifts that recovery has brought me is like similar to what Ladarius just said, because when I couldn't stand to be around people without having my back against the wall, right? I want to make sure that if they came at me in any direction, mm -hmm. I could see it and stop mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, so it took it took a long time for that to happen, and VA helped a whole lot. With yeah, that. okay, because I have PTSD. Well, I have PTSD. Um, but I say that's one of the gifts that recovery brought to me because when I was out there, you know, somebody always did something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When you're looking you know, for it, you can always yeah, find one, right? Yeah. yeah. Something, something always happened that wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So I had a long time I couldn't be around folks and be just enjoying myself. Like I can walk around free now without having to worry about things like that. That's right. So that's, that's what recovery has helped me to do. Oh, uh, that's really good stuff. You know, I want to ask you guys, I know that some of the qualities recovery has given us motivation, resilience, integrity, courage, different things. Um, what do you think are a couple of the attributes that you strive to model or personify for other people what is it what is your message what is that thing that when people look at you you want them to see and know is real what is that what is that thing that you want people to see and know i know that for me um i want people to know that god puts the batteries in my back i i that was a, a real big challenge for me is understanding or having the wisdom to know the difference and then having the ability to do it. Now, for a long time, I didn't know the difference between right and wrong, and people want to debate that, but where I came from, wrong was right. That's what they told me. <laughs> they told me, get it like you get it, right? And, and just be able to wear it if you had to. That has changed. Today, God's doing some things for me that I know I couldn't do for myself. Giving me the ability to admire, respect, love people, to have integrity, to be intrinsically motivated to do more than what is just convenient. I want people to know that, um, that I'm God-powered, 
And I want people to know that I'm real, that recovery for me is a real thing. It, it's real. It's a way of life. It's a theory of function. I do that not through power domination or exploitation or ego, but through service, real service, not giving people meals, but partnering with people so they know how to make meals, right? so to speak. I know, yeah, yeah. I, mm. Anyway, Trish, what is something that you strive to personify, to represent? Well, I have to agree with you about, you know, having God first in my life and, 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 you know, following him and not following myself. You know, I know that when I put God first in my life, things happen a lot better than if I'm trying to do things my way, because my way, uh, you know, got me where I'm at right now, you know, but God's gotten me out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, God has uh, me places that I never thought I could be, you know, I never thought I'd have another good job after I lost my job at UPS, mm -hmm. you know, but he made that possible, you know, God made it possible for me to find a church home that I love, you know, and uh, the things that I pray for, you know, and the things that I need, you know, as long as I put him First and foremost, you know, those things happen, you know, it might not happen in my time, but it happens when it's supposed to. And I understand that now, you know, that if I'm doing the right things, if I'm, you know, living, you know, a, a godly life, then, you know, the blessings that come towards me are just, you can't count them, you know, mm -hmm. there's just so many of them. So if I'm putting God first in my life, then, you know, anything's possible, you know, and it gives me the courage to step outside of my comfort zone because I know he's got my back and, you know, I can't fail. Wow. That's really, really good stuff. Deshaun, what is, what is something that when people look at you, you want them to know? you want them to take away? Yeah, I guess when I'm in a better place, when I'm like, successful-wise, like, okay. like successful-wise, like working and going to, to a trade school or something and, and doing something and just sitting around. Yes. And they see I'm in a better place when I have, you know? Yes, 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 doing something. That's good stuff. Thomas, what is your message, man? What is the message that when people look at you, you want them to take away? I guess the message would be that I would like for people to see the God in me, yeah. who the spirit that lives within me, the type of person that I have become, instead of them remembering the type of person I was. Because I have plenty of people who remember the type of person I was, and a lot of them are still waiting for me to revert back to that person. Because yeah. they say it's, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, they lose money on their bed for yeah. over 30 years for it to revert back. They still say, oh, it's going to happen. And I say, well, no, it's not because I gave my life to Christ and he has turned me around and turned everything around. I know that without God, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Mm -hmm. I'd have been dead and gone a long time ago. But because of the fact that I took and submitted my life to him, he has been making me a better person. And I care about people yeah. more. First, I didn't care about myself, so you know I didn't care about nobody else. And that is great accomplishment mm -hmm. within itself because when you're walking around and don't care about yourself, nobody else matters. You, mm -hmm. you do whatever, whatever you think you want to do or might do it won't matter because you'll go ahead and do it yeah. but when, once you start loving yourself god told me how to love myself 
once I started loving myself, I was able to start loving everybody else. Right. right. Wow, that's good stuff. What about you, Ladarius? What is your message? What is the one thing that you want people to take away about you? I'm going to kind of go with Mr. Kane, that I am changed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I used to be, oh, yes. God, like I was, I was, I was terrible, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they care about nobody feeling, they care about nobody. Yeah. And I, mean, I was, I just care about myself, you know what I mean? Stealing, robbing, and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, um, you know, the change. I just want people to see the change in me. You know, I'm not that person no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I done made the change. I'm trying to better myself. You know yeah. what I mean? And 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 pray to God to keep all the negative people yeah. off around me. Yes, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And keep God in my ear still. That's good stuff. What about you, Lindsay? What yeah. is um your message? What do you want people to take away? Transformation. I want people to take away that when they look at me, I want them to see that I'm in recovery. I want them to know that I'm in recovery. I want them to believe that I'm in recovery, but I also want them to know that it's not always a linear path and, and we fall down and sometimes, you know, resiliency and getting back up and, and fighting this fight. I want people to know that I'm fighting and see that and, and, and be inspired to want to fight too. Right, 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 right. We would like to thank our leader, Commissioner Dr. Doreen Williams, the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office, along with other numerous partners and stakeholders that are taking the initiative to create change for the Rockdale County recovery community. We know that it takes all parts of a community to carry out this vision and together we are stronger. I, I guess another one of the missions that I want really want people to take away that hard work pays off. I really want people to take that away. I want people to understand that recovery is not microwavable and it's not like, you know, just magically appears. People know you need to grind and hard work pays off. I want people to know that. I think it's important because I see a lot of people that come into the program and they don't want to work the whole program. They want to they work the fellowship and they drink the coffee and come to eating meetings. But they don't want to work the steps. They don't want to do the sponsorship. They don't want to walk that part out. The stuff that is the DNA of the program, that really is what exponentially fortifies us for that moment when there's nothing else but you, God, and you know, just whatever that, that thing is that comes after you. I want people to know that. Uh, yeah, that's really uh, important. So I heard what you said, Trish, that you wanted people to take away. What is it that you do that makes that real? What is it that you do that will allow you to become that person so that when people look at you, they take that away? What is it that you do? Don't do the things that I used to do. I don't do what I used to do. That's good stuff. You know, I, you know, I mean, I go to church. Yeah. You know, I attend my meetings. You know, I I don't hang around with people that aren't in recovery. You know, I, I make, you know, or that are in my church. You know, that's the only kind of people I surround myself with is is healthy people. Good, there you go. Good people. You know, people that are safe for me to be around. Yeah. You know, that's important because, you know, I might have had some friends that were really friends but you know the the thing that we had in common 
why I can't be around them anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah, those are the yeah. people I have to love from a distance, you know, but I can't be around them. So I have to, you know, just live my life, you know, in a way that uh, people can see it. You know, yeah. I put myself in a good situation instead of bad situations. You know, I try to, you know, help others, try to, uh, you know, just just be a better person, you know. Yeah, not be the person that I used to be, you know, yes, have compassion, uh, empathy, you know, be selfless instead of selfish, you know, just put other people's needs before my own, but in a good way, you know, absolutely. not helping those who don't deserve the help, but people that genuinely need it, you know, just being a better friend, a better co-worker, just you know, overall, just trying to be a better me. Well, that's good stuff. Thomas, what is what is it that you do? I heard you say, I want people to be able to see the God in me. So what do you do to make you that person? Well, I speak with people about God. Yeah. Continually. Okay. Which is a good thing. I have the opportunity to help people walk the walk mm -hmm. and talk the talk. That you know, because talk is cheap. Mm -hmm. That's right. I mean, we could blow smoke up of mm -hmm. somebody's butt at, at any time, but for them to see you doing what you're supposed to do, like you said, when I was in jail, did you visit me? That's right. When I was hungry, did you feed me? You see what I'm saying? That's right. When I was sick, did you come see me? That's right. When, the bottom line is that did you do these things when I was hungry? Did you feed me? Yeah. You know, and taking the little that you have, but being willing to assist someone else that have less than you. That's right. And and keep on going. And the blessing comes back to you no matter what. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference, but the blessings come back to you. Sometimes, you know, you make, you know, the old you uh, uh, stare up yeah. and you be like, oh, I shouldn't do this, but then. You know, I feel in my spirit. Yeah. Yes, you need to do this just to let them see. Yes, that you truly care. Yeah, about them. You know, you can always tell someone I care about you, but talk, tell them you care about them don't mean a thing if you don't right. show them right. that you truly care. That's and right. there are things that you can do to show them that you truly care, and that speaks more volumes than anything else. That's right, Deshaun. What about you, man? What is it that you do? I heard you say that you want to do more or that you're doing more is what you want people to take away. So what are you doing to make yourself a better person? Do better. Okay. Okay. And that's all it takes. That's what they said. The only requirement is the desire to, right? What about you, Lindsay? What are you doing? What kind of work do you do? <laughs> what are you doing, Lindsay, that will allow people to see you're recovered. I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm in the process. And and what I wanted people to see and, and to know is that I don't always make the best decisions and I don't always do because this is all new. And and but I get through it. I push through when I learn and I'm not repeating the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. And and I hope the people around me can see the growth and change. But I hope maybe a newcomer could come along and say, oh man. I, you know, maybe I have something to give them, you know, maybe, oh, wow, she's got this and this going on. And like, I want people to be inspired and see that this is a process and I'm in it and I'm part of it and they can be part of it too. And and so let me ask you a question. What is an area that you would like to be stronger next year? Chris, what is the area that you would like to be stronger next year? 
my self-confidence. Okay. Okay. Because I've always lacked that confidence. You know, I feel like I got some great ideas, but the execution of those ideas, okay. I'm falling short. On. Okay. What about you, Thomas? Was it something that? Uh... Well, I continually want my faith to increase. Okay. Because there are times when, even though I know that they're there and, and that I can call on them, there's still times where I feel like I'm walking alone. Okay. You know, and I just want my faith to increase to the point where I can stand on it and I don't have to worry about anything at all because I know he's always there. I just have to totally engulf that within me. Yeah, that, that's good stuff. What about you, Lindsay? I have a million things, but I'll, I'll just give you two, okay? So this year, definitely consistency, and I definitely want to work on saying what I mean and meaning what I say. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. So I know we all have levels of expertise and something. We all strive to get better. And I know once I led the league in making mistakes on purpose, I know that, I got the title belt for that. Led the league in bad decisions. They weren't even, I couldn't even call them mistakes anymore because I did them so many times. It's not a mistake. Couldn't apologize because I kept doing the same thing over and over. Um, today, there are some things that we do well. What would be something that you say is a gift of yours that you do really well, Trish? Yay! <laughs> I'm hungry already. I drive. <laughs> you I drive well. I, 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 mean, I can cook. You can cook now. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you, Thomas? What is one of your gifts, man? Something that you would say you do really well? Well, I was going to think that I really do anything really well. I sing, I dance, I do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are just things that are, are a blessing that happens to be part of my DNA. Yeah. When it comes to doing things really well, I, I would probably say giving back. Yeah. Giving back because it's, it's a blessing to be able to give back yeah. to others who are less fortunate than yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a blessing within itself. So I like ODR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the main reason. I like Shout out to the Opening Doors to Recovery Project, which is a three-person intensive case management model that's designed to bring people out of jail and assist them with living lives of whole health and wellness in the communities of their choice by addressing the dimensions of recovery through safe, appropriate housing, adequate treatment, meaningful day, and better understanding of technology. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for all y'all out there didn't know what ODR meant, it meant opening doors to recovery. Yeah, Lindsay, what about you? Well, I don't know if I do it really well, but I know I love it. And it's always been, you know, I went to school for it, but I love theater. I love acting. But I also, I think one of the gifts that I have maybe from God is I feel like I'm really understanding of people. And, I, and I've I can forgive and, and understand and kind of myself and other people's shoes and like be empathetic. There's the word empathetic. empathetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. So, and, and so for all of our listeners out there, all the people out there that can hear the sound of my voice, I know that y'all are wondering, you heard me kind of touch on it a minute ago about carpool karaoke. <laughs> it's come to my attention that Thomas and Lindsay are going to spearhead that project. So, and I understand that what that means is we are going to film some scenarios where different 
quotients and qualities are interacting so that we can see. And I think it's important that people get an opportunity to see how we intersect with ourselves, how we have different voices that speak to us, how our recovery and then our compulsions and our addictions and, and our suppression and depression and lack and all of those things, ego, trauma, trauma you know, and, and I think that we have all really had those intense, deep experiences. And I think that what I'm hearing you guys say is that Carpool Karaoke is going to be filming what it's like when those things are talking to each other, right. how those things strive to convince each other and what a conversation between your recovery, your depression, your spirituality, what that conversation would look like. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting because we're all having it. And it'd be funny and relatable. Yeah, we're all having it. So when are you guys going to jump that project off, man? When are we going to? It just springs stuff. Yeah. No, no, actually, carpool karaoke is something that's been talked about for a minute. And I think that's actually a really good idea. I would love to start throwing some ideas around and do it and just get, you know, really improv is, you know, yes. a good way to go. Just that's right. shoot it, you know? So what I take from that is coming to a theater near us soon. Yes, Carpool karaoke. So y'all, all everybody out there to hear sound of my voice, make sure you send your letters in <laughs> and your phone calls in to find out when Carpool Karaoke is coming to a theater near you. We are proud partners of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, Rockdale Newton Chapter. NAMI Georgia is an organization of family, friends, and individuals whose lives have been affected by mental challenges. Together, we advocate for better lives for those individuals who have a mental challenge, and we offer support, education, and advocacy as we do so. Please visit the NAMI Georgia website at www.namigeorgia.org. And if you are local to the Rockdale Newton area, we would love to have you join the family. For more information, you can visit www.namirockdalenewton.com or follow their Facebook page at NAMI Rockdale Newton. Anyway, with that being said, for everybody out there that's going to hear the sound of your voice, what message do you want them to take away, Deshaun, from you being here today? Because a lot of people are going to hear the sound of your voice. What message do you want people to take away? Just keep trying to do what you meant to do and finding God. Good stuff, man. That's probably the best message I heard all day. Trish, what message do you have for all the people that are going to hear the sound of your voice? That recovery is possible. You know, don't give up, especially don't give up before the miracle happens. Don't leave before a miracle happens. That's right. What about you, Thomas? What message do you have for all the people that are going to hear the sound of your voice? Well, I guess I would say, have you heard of the four spiritual laws? Do you know that God loves you? Even in your mess, he loves you. And he just wants you to come to him and be saved. That's good stuff. What about you, Lindsay? What message do you have for all the people out there? that are going to hear the sound of your voice. Hi, all the people out there. I just wanted to say, like everybody said, God loves you. I love you. And 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 recovery is real. And 
and you belong here. So come on. There you go. With that being said, Tanisha, you want to tell everybody out there in Radio Land how you can get this message. Of course I do. As always, every week, I like to encourage our guests and our listeners to create positive connections. And that's exactly what we are trying to do here by bringing on such positive people, just trying to keep you all connected to positivity for your recovery. So we also invite you to stay connected with us. And how you can do that is by going to our website, which is rockdalesteppingup.com. If you go to the bottom of that webpage, there's a little Stay Connected tab that will take you to a library of our monthly newsletters. And in each one of those monthly newsletters, you get a Commissioner's Corner, which is a message from Dr. Doreen Williams. And that's her just kind of telling you about the Rockdale Stepping Up initiative and what we're doing here in the Rockdale community for recovery. We also select a champion of recovery, which is a person in recovery that we do a video of and we highlight them telling their story, sharing a message of hope. We also select the champion of change, which is a partner in our community who is creating positive change around them. And then we have a slew of recovery resources, apps, events, announcements, and things like that that we share every month on a weekly basis. So y'all check out the newsletters. We also would like to invite you to follow Grit and Grace on all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, all listed under Grit and Grace RCO. And if you want to keep hearing these messages, just like the message that you heard today, please tune in to Category 10 ENT on the His Hop Network every Wednesday at 12 noon and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Also, if you cannot tune in at those times, we also have a podcast for your convenience where you can tune in. And we are listed on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts. And we encourage you all to keep coming back. And with that being said, I want to thank you guys for your time. Ladarius, what message do you have for all the people out there that are going to hear the sound of your voice, man? Stay productive. There you go. You heard it from him. You can say you heard it here first. Stay productive. Thank you for tuning in and feeding your recovery with another episode of the Recovery Hour. Remember that you can stay connected with us by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Grit and Grace RCO or just keep coming back every Wednesday at 12 noon. Until then, and as always, cherish the chips you hold.